All right. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another day of Saver Sims DFS Office Hours. It is Thursday, February 23rd, the long-awaited return of NBA. NBA is back. Second half action getting tipped off tonight. We got a nice nine-game slate ahead of us. Looks like we also have a 10-game hockey slate, so uh, should be plenty of DFS action to play today. I know the Honda Classic teed off earlier today, so good luck to all of you in weekend-long uh, round one showdown, you know, looking ahead to round two show, showdown as well. I think there's a uh, LCS, you know, League of Legends slate today as well, so tons of DFS action coming right at you. For those of you who are new here, welcome. My name is Andrew, one of the coaches over here at SaberSim. This is a show where we go over how to use the SaberSim app, answer any and all DFS-related questions that come in in the Office Hours channel in our YouTube, in our in our Discord server, or live in the YouTube chat. If uh, you're just tuning in, have questions, throw them in the live YouTube chat. If you are not in the Discord, there's a link in the description below to get joined up. Highly recommend it. As always, fun place to be. People talk DFS, sweat DFS, uh, share their wins. Uh, we all have a good time over in the Discord. But uh, that being said, going to get Saberson pulled up here. And it looks like we have... Two questions to get us going today. And uh, first thing, I, I wanted to mention this. I'm going to mention this at the end of the show as well. But if uh, if you guys have not been over to the Release Notes channel in the Discord, we just released an XFL sim. We have been hard at work behind the scenes. You know, we put up uh, support for, for slates and, uh, you know, player IDs and salaries where you could come upload your own projections and build your lineups. We have since revamped that and we have a full blown, uh, Saber Sim XFL simulation. You could come in here. You can, uh, look at the players histograms and, and see correlation values to other players in the team on their team in the game. So we have, full-blown support for this. Uh, Matt did mention there were some things that we are still working on, but, uh, you know, 90% of it is done and here in the app, able uh, to use, able for you to build lineups. You know, you're going to see all the normal sliders. You're going to see correlation, ownership fade, sim diversity. You will not see uh, ownership fade and smart randomness. So just one more time, you know, full-blown support for XFL. We wanted to get it out. Uh, for users to use ahead of this weekend. So good luck. If you are guys are playing XFL, I will make sure to note this one more time as people trickle in, as people show up to the show, to let you guys know that we are now fully supporting XFL. Um, looks like Snowman uh, kind of said that as well. Just a little little uh, teaser XFL builds probably right after Matt made the release. So yeah, get in here, you know, mess around, get, get used to some of the names and some of the teams and go through all of this. Uh, there is one, there is one um, like nuance that I do want to mention to you guys. So this, uh, if you, if you try and filter by all the teams, you will not get anything when you filter by the Las Vegas, I believe it's Vipers uh, because it's LV up here at the top. And then their team name is in this team column is actually VGS. So if you are looking for LV, what I would do is I would just sort by team, this is going to sort descending. So because it's uh, Las, Las Vegas, uh, V is going to be toward the end of the alphabet here. So this is going to sort Z to A when this uh, button is down, which is descending. So if you if you need to get to Vegas, uh, this is probably the easiest way to do it, is to just sort uh, by team, and then you could easily find all of their players um, in this window. So uh, what, the team is aware of it, and the team is going to 
push a fix for it, but I think they're more uh, busy on some of these other uh, things that we're trying to get finished with XFL. So that is one thing on the list to finish, but just wanted to let you guys know if you guys are trying to filter and you cannot get to Vegas, that is why. All right. Uh, we have one question here in the Discord. So if you guys have questions, now is a great time to get them in. As always, going to hit this one here from Kay Gould. And the question is, when you're running late swap with NBA showing actual scores for players that were already locked in, does the sim account for those scores in any way? So to clarify, if I had a few low-owned players from early games that are crushing, so I want to make sure I have chalkier guys later or vice versa, does it automatically account for that performance or do I need to make do need to be making manual uh do I need to be manually making changes to get that to happen? Uh, good question and definitely a good thing to clarify ahead of NBA returning. So uh, we will show actual scores as they are updated for DraftKings specifically. We will not do that for FanDuel. FanDuel, we will get actual scores like once the slate is over, once the slate has been processed, you'll usually see those up in the app the next day. Uh, but we are at no point taking into account actual scores or standings or, you know, um, where what contest you're playing and then using that information as part of your late swap. So if you uh, if 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 you want to account for it, you're going to have to do it manually, like you said. So in a scenario where, you know, maybe I had um, uh, a player or two in these early, uh, you know, 7 p.m. Eastern tip-off games uh, do really well, really low-owned. Uh, you know, what What you can do, what I would suggest doing is, one, dialing back your ownership fade and also dialing back your sim diversity. By dialing back your sim diversity, what you're going to do is you're going to get closer to using the mean scores of players that you see up here in the app, uh, which are the averages. So this will probably lead to the higher projected players getting into your lineup, which are probably like, uh, you know, um, better chalk or like better fantasy point per minute players will find their way into your lineup in a scenario like that. And inversely, if you're doing really poorly, what I would do is I would probably uh, increase the sliders to try and get more unique to try and take smaller buckets of Sims where players can have outlier performances uh, that, that are away from the average that players are probably that, that uh, users in the contest are probably not going to roster those players as much. You could also increase ownership fade on the other side there. Correlation, not really, don't don't think it has too big of an impact, you know, when you're trying to make these adjustments. I think that ownership fade and sim diversity are probably your best friends, and uh, you're going to want to move them up or down depending on the situation. But what you are talking about is definitely something that uh, we, we would love to incorporate. You know, we know that not a lot of people in the industry are, are doing that and we think it would be a huge advantage to our users. So definitely something that uh, is on the roadmap for sure. Not sure what that's going to look like or when, uh, but, but I I'm really looking forward to seeing that in the app myself one day. All right. Uh, looks like that was our last question in the discord NBA is back. So uh, while we wait for more people to join for more questions to come in, I'm going to go over and hop into the, uh, basketball monster news dashboard and let's look at the injury report for today i really don't know what it looks like uh since you know seems like everyone should be fairly healthy right they had a full week off to kind of rest here um you know 
no big questionable names jumping out at me here. Trey Jones is still out with that like foot slash ankle injury. Uh, Jeremy Sokan can possibly be important here um, to, to a lesser degree, but, but nothing crazy here. So looks like at, at this point in the day, no um, serious questionable players. Uh, let's see. Ricky Rubio is out. Aaron Gordon is still out. That's probably somewhat important. Might see like, um, I don't know who's going to play in his absence. Maybe, maybe Bruce Brown starts. Maybe he doesn't. And then also uh, Zeke Naji, I guess, is like Aaron Gordon's direct backup here. So if we were to go over to our um, depth charts here, we could kind of like see what the depth chart looks like for Denver, kind of try and figure out who's going to play in his place. I think you can go back to like pre-All-Star break. He did miss that last game there. Um, but I also think Jamal Murray missed, so, so not too sure. But looks like Aaron Gordon, uh, Flatco Cancars has definitely been starting. Jeff Green could possibly start, but I wouldn't be surprised to see the starting lineup look something like Jamal Murray, KCP, Porter Jr., Bruce Brown, and Jokic, but we'll see how that all ends up shaking out. Um, you know, Jokic is is such a dynamic player that they could also start uh, Thomas Bryant, right? But we could also go back to uh, see the last game that they played where I'm pretty sure Aaron Gordon did not play here. So let's go back to this Denver game. Uh, yeah, so Vlaco Kankar did start, Porter Jr., Bruce Brown, Jokic, and KCP. Uh, Jamal Murray did miss this game, so I'm assuming that's why Bruce Brown started. So, so you know, my best guess here is that Bruce Brown goes back to the bench, Jamal Murray be, uh, moves into the starting role here. Uh, pretty interesting that Jeff Green, one, played just as much as Vlatko off the bench, and two, took like, a lot of shots, which which does not seem very familiar for him. Uh, so this is probably a, a spot that I'm going to be looking more into today. Uh, not going to be so much late swap edge with so few questionables. So going to have to try and pick some spots here. Let's see what the minutes look like for Denver. Uh, also, you know, starting right at lock two here. Uh, but Jamal Murray being back could, could shake things up a little bit. We have 21 minutes for Vlatko. And we have about 18, 19 minutes for Jeff Green here. Jeff Green is like almost min-priced here. So that's kind of interesting. Uh, we'll be interesting to see how how this shakes up. This is definitely a spot I might want to uh, look into more and, and possibly take a shot on, on one of these two guys or even both. But continuing down the injury report here, uh, Steven Adams has been out, still out. Uh, nothing like surprising there or new there. Looks like Kyrie and Luca should play. Um, not a lot going on with the Spurs. Pogusevsky's been out. Colin Sexton has been out. He hurt his hamstring the other day when uh, Mark Cannon was out, but I believe I believe Lord Mark Cannon is back now. Uh, yes, he is. So don't think that there's a ton of value that opens up with Sexton being out. Steph Curry's been out. Uh, I did see that Clay Thompson is going to be available in back-to-backs going forward, so that'll be interesting. Uh, Andrew Wiggins has been out a while, and Nurkic has been out. Um, Eubanks or Watford hasn't played particularly well. Uh, Malik Monk is back. He was sitting 
so so yeah, that's your injury report. I'd, I'd be interested in uh, you know looking deeper into that Denver game and kind of figuring out um, what I want to do there. You know, that's just one one game, one instance. Um, but you know, is there any historical uh, more more games with a similar situation where you could go back and kind of look and you know, did it play the same? Did it play differently? Is it kind of a coin flip? Is that something you want to you know um, kind of bet your slate on? I'm not I'm not sure yet. But that is a spot that I'm going to be looking forward to more throughout the day. Uh, Naj says, not sure if you answered my price picks question. I sent it at the end of the last show. Uh, Naj, I, I'm not seeing it. Um, is it? Is it the? Uh, I'm, I'm assuming it's the. Will the prop plan? Uh, do you, do you do individual picks for the full six person flex play? So I did talk about that one yesterday. I'll, I'll, I'll run through it really quickly here. Um, I also responded like in a thread. So there is a thread here. Uh, you could click like uh, there's like messages underneath your question. So I just said a prop plan is not based around price picks specifically, but rather prop sports betting markets. Uh, so like, you know, uh, MGM, FanDuel, DraftKings, they all have uh prop bets and uh, we are looking at you know those props and seeing uh, if we think the lines are favorable and the you know totals are uh, achievable and then figuring out what bets meet our uh, betting criteria that we have internally and then providing those bets to users so uh, a lot of time users will use the picks that we post however um, the 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 picks that we post are not like specifically based around price picks. So a lot of times like we'll post like six bets. Uh, I've heard from users that like 60-ish percent of the bets that we post are available on price picks and then they will uh, see if they can parlay, you know, however many of those into flex plays, power plays, depending on uh, what's available. So so prop plan is like specific to like straight sports betting, uh, not specific to price picks. But, but you can use it for it if you can uh, find the lines. So I think that's totally fine. All right. 2G2Great said, what's the best build setting to use for showdowns as far as all the sliders on the app? Okay, this is a good question. So going to uh, probably just talk about like NBA showdown here. So let's go over to uh, this NBA showdown we have here. And uh, you will see a banner in, up in the app for our new XFL sims like we were just chatting about. Uh, so for the sliders, right, I wouldn't mess with them. I think that they're great at 0010. What this means is that we are simming the game, the Denver-Cleveland game one time, and then we are building the optimal lineup from that one sim, and then we are going to do that exact same process up uh, 500 times or however many times are in your pool here. Pool here. So we are going to sim the Denver-Cleveland game 500 times. Each time we sim it, we are going to build the optimal lineup from that specific game sim. And then, um, you know, by having correlation and ownership fade set to zero, uh, what those do when they're on is they provide like a multiplier. If if players are on the same team, uh, they're going to have correlation. And we're going to like artificially inflate that correlation because in certain sports or certain contests, uh, that's a good thing, right? But in a showdown format, that is not good. We want to stay as close or, or exactly on the sim game scripts uh, and and not deviate from those with an artificial uh, multiplier such as correlation or ownership fade would provide there. So by staying at sim diversity 10, 
by leaving these other sliders off. This gives you accurate game sims from our sim database, which uh, we feel is, is a huge advantage, especially in showdown, right? The game gets played one time. Um, if, 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 you know, you can find something like that, very similar in the sim, that'll give you a huge advantage as opposed to using average scores to try and build lineups for showdown. So I would leave the sliders where they are. I think they are ultimately uh, great for showdown specifically, but uh, good question there. And uh, that, that is our last question right now in the YouTube chat or the discord. I will hang out for a couple more minutes here. Uh, I see some more users have rolled in. So I just want to make this announcement one more time. Uh, if you guys didn't catch it in the discord, we do now have XFL Sims. So last week we um, put up the XFL slates for users to upload projections. We now have full blown Sims. So you can come in here. You can look at players, distributions, correlations, we have, you know, all the normal sliders, correlation, ownership, fade, sim diversity. So uh, I, I know a lot of users are excited about XFL and the prize pools and contests have been fairly good size. So you can now use SaberSim uh, for XFL. We have projections, we have ownership, some more um, small adjustments to come. But for the most part, we have full-blown XFL support. All right. Uh, question from Naj here. Question is, is there any way to get an edge with the prop plan similar to how we do with SaberSim DFS? Uh, so I, I would say that, you know, the prop plan, uh, we are like specifically, you know, I, I don't want to say like we're, we're looking for bad lines because frankly, a lot of times when you like find a bad line um, and then a couple people bet it, that line moves really fast. Uh, we, we are more taking a stance against uh these be sports books and their models right so so they have models where they come up with the lines and um you know set those lines set the odds etc and then we have our our own internal model where we are uh one you know simming the games thousands of times looking at those stats and then figuring out you know where does it most make sense to uh target a player target a bet where one, you know, the target line is uh, reasonable and two, the odds are, are, we feel in our favor, which ultimately leads to the, you know, the bet being positive EV over the long term, right? That is what we we're trying to do. Uh, that is why we are giving up to six bets a day. And, uh, you know, if we think we have a good process, the more bets we can place on a given day, you know, that just kind of helps you realize some of your long-term EV. So the prop plan has been very successful. Uh, we started it actually one month ago today, our first tracking day was january 23rd and we, we've been really su successful with it if you bet every bet followed our unit recommendations uh you'd be up 28.5 units so the prop plan has been very successful in the month that we've had it uh we didn't release it you know in the in the earlier months of the season because we were still dialing it in working on it we didn't want to release it until it was ready but we're very confident in it and we think that uh you know uh, i've heard a lot from users that they could log on you know a half hour after we post a bet and the line still might be there. Right. So that tells you that um, it's not like we're, we're finding these bad lines in these ill liquid markets uh, that the lines are getting adjusted really quickly. These are probably more uh, liquid kind of bets and we are just taking a stance and we have been very good in those stances that we are taking. So I think that, you know, the prop plan in and of itself is designed to take advantage of where we believe our models are better than sports betting makers models. And uh, so that edge is kind of worked in 
prior to us handing it over to you. And it looks like uh, Naj is, is typing a, a uh, follow-up here, so I'm going to give him a second to respond. But, uh, but yeah, no, check out our prop plan. Yeah, it is available for pro subscribers. So if you are on Saberson Pro, you will see an add-on uh, at the bottom to add on the NBA props. Props have been very successful, uh, hoping to close out the se- second half of the season strong here. Um, Naj said $10 for every unit. Uh, will that be 10 times 28.5? So yeah, so if you're doing a uh, 10 unit bet, then you know that would be $10 times 28.5, which would be $285. Um, there was some conversation in the pro channel about you know how much would you would uh, a unit have to be to you to make it worth signing up for the pro plan, and uh, Matt was kind enough to like basically do the math and show, you know, what a unit would have to be for a user to basically break even. And then, you know, any dollar value above that unit uh, would ultimately be profit. So I believe the calculation was like around $8. You could probably uh, go in the pro channel. If you guys are pro subscribers, go in the pro channel uh, once you have access to that, and then just go up to the search bar in the top, right. And then, um, you know, do some type of like, unit search and then look for that uh you, you can also put like unit and then like at matt dash sabersim and then it'll find like those two things together and then you kind of read through that conversation and uh see if that is right for you so you know one you get pro you get five thousand lineups you get access to the pro exclusive content uh aggregating in app custom metrics and then two access to the prop plan which has been very successful so big advocate of pro in general and then the uh, additional prop plan has definitely been worth it up to this point, but you know, uh, th- definitely um, not trying to uh, gaslight that too much. Uh, this is a show, you know, want to talk strategy, want to answer your guys' questions, but Hey, you guys have questions about prop plan about pro happy to answer those as well here. All right. Uh, scrolling through here. I, I think that's our last question for today. Uh, questions have been slow. Uh, good luck to all of you today uh, with, you know, NBA being back. Hope that you guys are ready for a strong second half of the season. And until tomorrow, take care. I will see you. Good luck.